0: Bethel Harvest Church, I'm excited today. I'm excited today because what is in store for you is something that I believe... I believe, I believe, I believe because he has spoken to me. This message was given to me last Sunday when Bill Walton was up here speaking. He was talking and, and during when he was speaking during the offering, he was talking about intentionality. And right in the middle of him speaking, I was sitting right over here next to Xavier, and I and in the middle of the in the middle of the the offering, Holy Spirit began to download into me what he wanted for you today. So this has nothing to do with me, everything to do with him. So just see me as the Holy Spirit. I'm not that cool, but see me as a willing vessel today, not as just a kid up here with a microphone, but as somebody that is just here today imparting a message from the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, that is imparting into you exactly what you need. So as he began to download into me what he wanted for you today, restoration, 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 restoration and alignment. And I didn't know what that meant, and then it began to, became clear to me. I began to look around around me and just see faces and eyes, and I began to look into the eyes of the people that were close to me. And then he began to download into me something very clear today. Today we are talking about family. Family. How does Jesus fit into your Family. Alignment and restoration. Because today I know there's somebody in here that's broken. There's somebody in here that that they're here today. But when they go home, the last thing they see is Jesus and their family. And maybe they've called him Father. They've called him Abba. They've, they've come here today and they're just, there's somebody, I just know there's somebody in this room today that is just waiting for Jesus to step into their family in a way that they dream of but they don't see possible. The breakthrough, the restoration, the family that you want, the life that you want, you see it, you believe it, but it doesn't happen. And maybe you're here today and you've given up hope. You've, you're done. Say he'll he'll take uh, I don't know what to do with these kids. I don't know what to do with my husband. I don't know what to do with my wife. I don't know what to do anymore. It's in your hands, God. That's just us backing off, of course, not believing and and praying into and stepping into. Uh, It's in your hands. And today there's somebody in this room. And I, I feel it the tension in the room because there's somebody in here today. There's somebody in here today that's ashamed of their family that's ashamed of how they lead their family, that's ashamed of who they are and don't feel called to lead a family, a future family, a family that you're in, a family that is broken and you feel it's your fault. Today, Holy Spirit is going to lead single people, mothers, fathers, grandparents, today Holy Spirit is going to step into this room and to take charge and in order for him to do that I have a little illustration if that's okay I'll go ahead and throw that picture on the screen. There's something very practical I want to talk about today that has very little to do with the message but also a lot to do with the message at the same time. We have a body we have a soul and we have a spirit. A body, a soul, and a spirit. We're going to go first grade reading level overview because I don't go far much past that anyways. So we have a body, we have a soul, and we have a spirit. I thought about trying to draw it, and then I thought it wouldn't make any sense because you guys would have no idea what I was trying to draw. So this is what we're going to work with today. Is that okay? Okay, all right, we have a body, we have a soul, we have a spirit. I think this is a little bit off topic, but something very, very serious to me is I always wonder, growing up in, growing up in church, why people left church, why people were backslidden, why people quit, why people ran from God. And, 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 and 99.9% of the time, deep down inside of them, it was shame. Shame that they couldn't figure it out. Shame that they don't feel like they fit. Shame that they don't feel like I I should have it by now. I continue to do this and I shouldn't do this. Shame to where I don't feel like I can open up and talk to somebody. Shame, 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 shame. And when I got this revelation, when I learned this, and and (laughs) that we have a body, we have a soul, and we have a spirit, it became very clear to me, very clear to me, that when you give your life to Jesus Christ... There's a spirit that comes alive in you, correct? For all the people that are smarter than me, you know. You, you've got this. And you're excited for everybody else to get this. Because inside of you is everything that you need. When you give your life to Jesus, he doesn't dabble, pour drops. You get your healing power then. When you're four years in, you get your anointing. When you're five years in, you get your gifts. When you're six years in, you get peace. When you're seven years in, you get love. When you're eight years in, you get this and this and this. No, church, when you give your life to Jesus Christ, the spirit becomes alive in you and you not only get everything that you need, you get everything that you want, the gifts,
1: the talents, the the revelation, everything that you need, everything that you could ever desire is inside of this little body that you have inside
0: of you because there's a great, big, mighty, powerful, anointed, oh
1: my goodness, a God, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, he made you in his image, yes but he came inside of you the moment you said yes he walked through the doors and he came in you and when he came inside of you and he lives in you
0: and he breathes in you he has everything that you could ever need but there's a line there there's a line we draw a line because we live in a fallen broken hurting world there's a line And there's a lot of people in this room that Jesus is your king. But there's a line there, and you didn't realize it. You gave your life to Jesus, but you wonder why you're still stuck. You wonder why you're still living shame. You wonder why there's still condemnation. You wonder why you feel like icky compared to everyone else around you. And if they really knew who I was, if they really knew what I said, if they really knew what I did, if they really knew what I watched, if they really knew how my marriage was, and you're you're so confused at one point and you're so shameful that you quit because you didn't understand that you have a soul. And in your soul is your mind, your will, your emotions, your personality, your habits, your routines, your body, what you do, what you look like, how you act, what you eat. The soul and the body are so important because that is you. And today, in this brief overview, it's very important that you understand that when you give your life to Jesus, yes, the spirit becomes alive in you. But it takes intentionality. Look at your neighbor and say intentionality. Let's do this together. Say intentionality. It takes intentionality. 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 Consistent right must. It gets intentionality consistent day after day intentionality of allowing that spirit you know when you gave your life to Jesus you felt the fire the passion inside of you that was because you took down the line and you let him in and you felt the love and the passion and the realness of God for the first time and that was when the spirit was alive breathing and beating inside of you in a way to where you let your soul out of the way and you said yes God I'm here and then life happens brick by brick by brick we separate ourselves from the spirit of God let's turn you can take that down let's turn to Ephesians chapter 2 verses 18 through 22 in the first message the first scripture today will be in the message version that's what I read with my youth so that's what we're gonna do today is that okay all right cool just hang with me hang with me hang with me all right so we're gonna skip down to the very end the last sentence The last sentence says, through him, through him, through him. Oh, we're going to have some fun today. Through him, we both share the same spirit and have equal. Everybody say equal. Equal access to who? Equal access, 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 access. Do you hear me today? There is access to the Father. Is your door open or is it closed, church? Access 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 do we walk in or do we walk out we have access to the father he's a gentleman he's not going to force you into anything free will what you do how you act how you live is a choice it's a decision it's a choice it's a decision we all all everybody say all No matter where you're from, what you look like, what you act like, what you dress like, what you drive, where you work, where you went to school, where you didn't go to school, what car you wish you had, what car you don't have. No matter what you do, what you look like, where you're from, Nicholasville, Wilmore, or way on the boondockses in Inez, Kentucky, like the preacher here, it doesn't matter where you're from, you all have equal access to who? The Father, in the Father, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the protector, the provider, Yahweh. I mean, come on somebody, who knows, come on somebody, who knows how powerful God really is. What he can do, what he will do, what he has done in your life, in your family, and those around you. And the access is always there, but we don't always walk through. Because we build it up brick by brick by brick. I messed up, 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 I messed up. (laughs) Put it back up there. Let's go to the next one. Next one. That's plain enough, isn't it, church? We have equal access to the Father. That's plain enough, right? Okay. You're no longer wandering exiles. This kingdom of faith is now your home country. He's talking to the Gentiles in this that Paul is writing to the church in Ephesus, and he's, he's speaking to the people that feel less than, the people that were ridiculed, the people that didn't have equal access to the Father because they weren't Jewish. And he says, you're no longer wandering exiles. This kingdom of faith is now your home country. You're no longer strangers or outsiders. You belong here. Belong. It's not lit up, but on the back up there, if you want to turn your head, it says belong, believe, become, and build. What's the first word that I just said? Belong. You all belong here. Not just in the walls of the church, because I want to separate the C word and the J word today because it gets dicey. I'm going to separate church and Jesus today. Because though we are the bride of Christ, there is separation. Listen, Jesus in church, my my ministry is not my relationship with God. Through my relationship with God is my ministry, but first is this. Because if it's all about church, if it's all about ministry, if it's all about religion, looking like, acting
1: like, talking like, preaching like, singing like, then we're going to lose this and what?
0: (laughs) We'll talk about it later. This kingdom of faith is now your home country. You're no longer wandering exiles. You're no longer strangers or outsiders. You belong. Belong where? Here. With this, this is powerful, man. If you've ever read the Bible before, it's really good. If you haven't, I highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. With as much right to the name Christian as anyone like I said, it doesn't matter what you look like, act like, talk like, where you're from, what you drive, you have as much to the right, as the name, to the name Christian as anyone. I don't care if you grew up Muslim, Buddhist. I don't care if, you're, I don't care if you were an atheist last week. I really don't. Neither does he. We all have equal, equal, equal. Everybody say equal. It's, it's funny because Christians that have been Christians for 30 years wonder why the people that just get saved are on fire and healing and preaching and saving more people than them. It's, they don't care. They, have, they, they run through the gates. The passion and the fire. We, oh, we'll go. Not yet, not yet. With as much to the right, to the name Christian as anyone. God is building a home, church. God is building a home. He's using us all, irrespective of how you got here, irrespective, irrespective, irrespective of how you, I don't care how he doesn't care how you got into the seat you're in today, but you're here. If you're watching online, you're here. It doesn't matter how you got here, what you did yesterday, the day before. Your past is not your future. The last time I checked, you can't drive looking in the rearview mirror. It's really difficult. So in order for us to move forward, God can't move or direct something that's not moving. If your car is stationary because of your shame, how is he going to direct you if you won't even hit the gas? You're so scared. You're so isolated. You're so worn down. You feel so shameful. You don't fit, so you won't drive the car. So how is he going to guide you, direct you, lead your family, lead your wife, lead
1: your life, lead your job, lead your future, lead your career if you won't drive because you're so scared? He can't direct a car that's not moving.
0: God is building a home. He's using us all. Brick by brick. I don't care if it's your first time here today. I really don't. You have a role. And I'm talking about the kingdom of God. The C and the J. Let's separate them. The kingdom. Jesus Christ. You have a role. You have a role. It's very important. He's using us all irrespective of how we got here and what he is building. He used the apostles and the prophets for the foundation. Foundation. Now he's using you, fitting you in brick by brick. The church started a few thousand years ago with a few crazy teenage disciples and a couple and one older one. And he led a bunch of these teenagers into the starting what we know is the church today. And now he's fitting us all into this message, this vision, brick by brick, salvation by salvation, heart by heart, person by person, testimony after testimony. Hmm. stone by stone with Christ Jesus as the cornerstone, cornerstone, cornerstone. That's the word today, church, cornerstone. Everybody say cornerstone. Let's do this together. All right, that was weak. The cornerstone that holds all the parts together, we see it taking shape day after day, a holy temple built by God, all of us, all of us. I don't know how much, I don't know how, how better, with my English vernacular, that I can explain in a way to get everyone in this room to understand that you too have equal access to the Father. I don't know how I can say it, what I need to say, how I need to say it, how many times he has to write it in this message for you to get out of your own head and to allow Jesus inside. Cornerstone. Family. Let's go back. That's what, that's what he told me to talk about. That's what we're going to talk about. Cornerstone. The family. How your life changes when Jesus becomes the cornerstone. How your family changes when Jesus becomes the cornerstone. <sighs> Intentional living. If you're a note taker, I haven't told you to write anything down. I haven't given you a title. If you're a note taker in here today, get your little pen out. I don't have my pen. Oh, get your little pen out. Get it popping. and Write this down. Get your phone out. It's 2022. I get it. Get your phone out and write down intentional living because you're going to forget 95% of what I said anyway. So at least write something down so you can remember something intentional, 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 intentional living. We're going to have some fun in a second. CJ, I may need some help here in a minute. Intentional living. Don't allow the circumstances of life to determine your outcome. Don't give the devil enough authority over your family, over your life, over your mind, to where you allow the circumstances that he's putting into your life Control your family's outcome. Don't allow the circumstances around you. You hear me today, church. I'm saying it slow. Don't allow the circumstances around you to determine your outcome. Intentional, 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 (laughs) intentional living. Intentional living. Where are your priorities today? First John chapter two, First John chapter two, verses fifteen through seventeen. Throw that up there. Let's read the word today. Don't love the world's ways. Don't love the world's goods. Love of the world squeezes out the love for the Father. Practically everything that goes on in the world, wanting your own way, wanting everything for yourself, wanting to appear important nothing has to do with the father it just isolates you from him the world and all its wanting 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 is on the way out here's what I wanted to read today but whoever does what God wants is set for eternity that's good isn't it what's the freedom what's the revelation in that but whoever does what God wants is set for eternity. I was reading in, in James yesterday and it was talking about how you can tell a Christian. How do you tell a Christian? You can tell a Christian, it's said in James, you can tell a Christian by the obedi- if they follow, if they are obedient to doing what God says. And I began to really think and I began to really think about how that ties into our families, into our lives, and to you today. Wanting what God wants. Being passionate about what God is passionate about. Wanting the family that God wants for you. The life that God wants for you. Yes, it requires intentionality, but it requires a yes. Wanting what God wants is a decision. Because... A lot of people in this room have given their life, call themselves Christians, and it's wonderful and it's beautiful. But your relationship with Jesus Christ is much more than a yes at Sunday school, correct? Or correct? Our life is a sacrifice for the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Throw Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2 up there. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you, give your bodies to God, done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behaviors and the customs of this world. But God, let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. How are you going to change your life? It starts with giving your life to him, but it said in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 19, it takes shape day after day by doing what? Changing the way you think. I got a video in the back. Go, Guys, go ahead and cue that video, a quick three-minute video talking about what happens when you truly put Good Jesus morning. at the foundation and the center Church. of your life.
2: Parker asked me to uh, record a video for you guys. I'm, I'm in Hawaii. Uh, to get ready to celebrate my son's wedding i could say a bunch of stuff about that but i'm 32 years married and parker said you know what does it mean when you bring jesus into the foundation of your family well parker i would say and to bethel uh there would be no family if we hadn't brought jesus into the center of our relationship you know i'm a pastor i do a lot of weddings and i encourage couples you know put Jesus at the center of your marriage. I think it sounds cliche and most of them are like, yeah, 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 okay, I'm ready to kiss the bride, let's just go on. But what they don't realize is how important that is. Some people when they first get into marriage counseling, they show up to church for a little while and then as soon as they're married, uh, they're no longer part of the church until they run into their first hang up, you know? First major situation in the marriage and then they go for counseling and come back to church for a little while and. Then they go away again, you know, until they have kids, and kids start stressing them out. Then they come back to the church again. I'm going to just say, make Jesus the center of your family. Make sure you push the teachings of Jesus, your values, your qualities, into your children for generations to come. It is the very best thing that you can do.
0: Hey, so Jesus is my firm foundation. He's my firm foundation in my family, and he's a firm uh, foundation And my personal life through some, uh, you know, tough times and also some great times. And so, me and the rock uh, is everything. Without it, it'd be a slippery slope, only downhill, no traction, just going through the, um, being tossed uh, every which direction. So, with him, we can do all things. Before I made Jesus my foundation, I had a big struggle with anxiety and people-pleasing and doing things to please others. I just wasn't doing things for myself or for him. After making him my foundation, I had a huge shift in my mindset, and my worry just drained away, and my anxiety was gone, depression gone. It was all gone. I just felt like a new person. And every time that those thoughts will try and creep back in my head, I just say a quick
2: prayer, and it's gone. He's just always been there, and he's always helping me to stay on his path for me. So there's a song that says, Christ is my firm foundation, the rock on which I stand when everything around me is shaken. I've never been more glad that I put my faith in Jesus because he's never let me down. He's faithful through generations. So why would he fail now? He won't.
0: Generations to come generation upon generation upon generation we're about to have some fun CJ generation upon generation upon generation upon generation because of what a simple choice to intentionally live with Jesus Christ at the center of your foundation as the cornerstone
1: of your life when you give your yes to Jesus it's much more than a Sunday service it's much more than a simple yes when you give your yes to Jesus Christ the spirit becomes alive inside of you and when you give your yes to Jesus you have a choice the power is in you, the power, the presence the anointing, the, the call of God is in your life, it's living, it's breathing in every single one of you, the family that you want the life that you want is living and it's breathing in you and the shame and the condemnation for not understanding that you have a soul and in your soul it takes constant
0: renewal Anybody in this room, raise your hand if you've made a mistake in your life. Get out of your head, man. Get out of your head. Because the life on the other side of the line is more than you could ever dream more than you could ever imagine and it's not about your circumstances amen but your life your mind your will and your emotions begin to shift and begin to change and the anointing the presence and the call of Jesus Christ that he has put on your life that only you know that nobody else knows nobody knows what's in there but you do but you do And it's so deep down in some of us in the shame and the condemnation that we hide it.
1: But there is something that's living and breathing inside of you, the Spirit of Jesus Christ, that is looking to restore, to restore, to align your life, your family's life, the the children's life, and for generations and generations, just as C.T. said, for generations to come, generations upon generations to generations, because of what your decision to not only say yes to but, to
0: intentionally create your best life. That's a plug for a book that our associate pastor wrote with Bill Walton. Creating your best life is a choice. It's intentional. I can't come onto a stage and look at a bunch of amazing, beautiful people with so much talent, so much gifts, and just allow the devil to control your circumstances for another moment because of the shame that he throws inside of you that makes you feel less than they're so,
1: so 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 I don't care how old how young I don't care where you're from what you look like what you act like and that's the Holy Spirit speaking through me saying that right now he doesn't care he knows what you've been through he knows why you've done knows the pain that you felt and he is choosing you today saying listen there's a reason you're in this seat today there's a reason you're here today and I am looking at somebody somebody that is so fed up that is so done with it that is so sick of the devil just attacking and attacking and allowing the devil to just walk on them when they have the power to just walk all over that devil and the voice inside of his hands
0: The presence of an Almighty King is in this room today and I.
1: We can't cry such a We can't allow the devil
0: any more territory.
1: Has he had enough? Has he got enough with your family? When is enough enough? You hear me today?
0: What's it gonna take? I look at our country today. I'm no,
1: I'm no president. I'm no, I'm none of that. But what's it gonna take for us? How broken are we gonna have to get? gonna have to run. Now I'm talking about your family. How far are they gonna to have to run before you take all the action necessary to say hey listen I I I can't make decisions for people but I can lay a foundation that Jesus is the cornerstone for my family and I'm gonna want what he wants just as first John chapter 2 verses 17 and 18 says so if I'm gonna want what he wants and I'm gonna do what Ephesians chapter 2 verse 18 says I'm going to be there on Sunday. I'm going to do what I have to do to make sure that Jesus is the cornerstone of my family because I is enough. Church, somebody nobody help me out today. It's enough enough. We will not be enough. I'm not just here to shout at you. This. I listen. The Holy Spirit is stepping into your heart, into your family, into your mind because there's somebody that's sitting down today that's so confused.
0: are this morning yes you you know who you are this morning enough
1: is enough I'm done enough is enough
0: I just want to walk off right now. I'm not going to, I just want to get, just say, you know what, you know what you need to do. Listen, I can, I can do so much for you, but at some point, enough has to be enough for you. Enough has to be enough for you. This church can't make decisions for you. I can't save your kids I can't take 30 kids to youth group because you're tired I can't come into your household and wake you up a, with an alarm clock to spend some time with God before your day starts I, I can't get you to speak life over yourself I can't get you to want what God wants but you can
1: because listen to me I'm not saying circumstances become perfect But what I'm saying this Bible Becomes the cornerstone of your life Of how you eat
0: How you talk You know something I learned in the, in the business world is this Your schedule Reflects your values What you value Just show me your schedule I'm not saying you got to be at church every day. Remember, we're separating the C and the J today. The church and Jesus, though they are very well intertwined, they are not the same. I'm not talking about you coming to church more, getting your kids. To t- I said that, but that's not what I'm going at today. I'm, I'm, I'm here today to get
1: Jesus as number one. Not two, not three behind soccer practice and four behind you being tired. Jesus as number one. I just want a bunch of people. This is not me, by the way. Holy Spirit saying, I just am waiting for people to rise up with this, to put him here and to say, enough is enough. I will no longer walk through this life with Jesus number three, number four, number five because I'm tired and because work's busy and the kids got a lot going on. When that happens, you just fall to the wayside. Though these things are important, I don't even have a family, so you know I have no idea what I'm talking about, but Holy Spirit is looking at you and saying, listen, 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 children, rise up. You know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know the Father, many of you. You know the Father. He's a
0: sweet Loving, caring, generous, thoughtful, considerate, kind, Father. He's not waiting for
1: you to get your life right before you come to him. Did you hear me, church? He's not waiting for you to get your life right
0: before you come to him. He's saying, come to me, give me your yes, let that spirit be born, and then day after day, intentionally live with this as your cornerstone. (sighs) I have one more thing to say today. My mom gave me this one. She said this. She says, you will never get it right, but when you fail and you make excuses, it leads to further excuses, but if you fail and you adjust your alignment, it leads to success, success being, I think you got it by now, adjust your alignment. That rain sounds pretty cool. Adjust your alignment. Adjust it. Listen, you're, did you hear me say you're never going to get it right? Did you get that part? Listen, your life, you can live as intentionally as you want, but that spirit living inside of you, it's what's going up to heaven. This body of yours and this mind of yours, is it's pretty whacked out, and yes, you can renew it and you can build it and you can strengthen it to look more and feel more and talk more and look more and want more like the spirit,
1: but there's, there's a little bit of you in there, <laughs> and though you can get it out and you can live through the spirit, you are going to make mistakes, and what you do when you get knocked down
0: determines your outcome for eternity listen I'm not talking about the keys to heaven yes you can get into heaven but what are you going to do when you get there is he going to look at you and be like man you got by the skin of your little teeth teeth, teeth. or is he going to look at you and look behind you and say wow look at the impact you made look at all these children these men these women these co-workers these family members that are coming with you today is simply this church Today is simply you hearing from God that enough is enough and it's time for him to become number one through intentionally choosing Jesus. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, we love you. Jesus you move through this room today to get into some single I don't know why single mom keeps popping in my head but there's a single mom in this room today and my heart's breaking for you right now it's actually not breaking it's excited it was breaking before this but now it's becoming hopeful because there's a single mother in this room today and I feel like she's on this side of the room over here maybe middle way back and maybe in the back and, and he's speaking to you today saying listen I don't care what's going on around you you may have all of the odds stacked against you. (laughs) Trust me. Let me lead your family. Let me be the father to your children. Holy Spirit, today we thank you for moving through this room, intertwining into hearts and into minds. Allow us to make you number one. Jesus, we thank you. Jesus, we love you. It's in your name. And the church said.